0: No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network.
1: Hello everybody, this is Duncan Fisher. Suddenly, he grabs me, tipping me across his lap. With one smooth movement, he angles his body so my center torso is resting on the caldera beside him. He throws his right leg over both mine and plants his ferro-metallic left forearm on the small of my rear torso, holding me down so I cannot maneuver. He places his right hand on my armorless behind, softly fondling my internal structure, stroking around and around with his articulated fingers. Then his hand is no longer there. And he hits me. Hard. Oh, my. Critical hit. I've been cored. Brought to you by the Skjeldborg. Shield wall of Russell Hog. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come to the MechWarrior online service for hot battle mech action. Watch Goss Cat battle it out with Lunchback. See the mighty Atlas attacked by a pack of jackal-like jennies. Watch with excitement as Credit Merc Corp decimates the competition. Install your game this Sunday and join Credit Merc Corp. You'll pay for the whole seat, but only use the edge. Tax and license fees may apply. seat restrictions where necessary. This is not an endorsement of any particular battle designer design. and should not be taken to such. Paid for by the Credit Merc Corp of TWI Cross. I'm Ray Zilla, and I approve this message.
0: Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, aka Sean Lang.
2: Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 61. My name is Phil and I'm your host. It is February 20th, 2013. And well, my shout outs, they're going to go to a few new NGNG staff members. First, I want to say welcome to the madhouse. Max from Italy. He's our new sound guy engineer, which is awesome, by the way. We've got uh, David who's going to be our editorial guy for the writing side, journalistic side of ng and GTS Yes, we're getting fancy, spancy. Matt, who's a designer uh, by trade and, well, a awesome guy at night. He's basically our new graphic designer, as well as he's going to be doing another video series. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but just think 8-bit and awesome. That's all I'm going to leave you with. And, of course, Sean, who is, of course, Celestial, who's part of the Remnant, is doing our Machinima videos. Again, ton of stuff in the background, and I just want to say thank you to all of our new members. Darren, who do you have? Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. My shout-out today,
0: uh, first one goes to Joshua from our Facebook uh, page. He linked a very cool video, uh, if somebody can link that in the live chat room for me, After Z, uh, incredibly well-produced video uh, based around the Daisy game by... I think it's Corridor Digital. Uh, hilarious. Awesome. I love the stuff that's coming out from... I'm assuming these guys are fans, but they're also pretty professional. Yeah, I was actually the one who pointed you out to this. Just just going to throw that out there. And Brandon, who do you have tonight, buddy? Also, I want to second the, um, the welcome to Max, our Italian Stallion. Amazing editing work, and
2: I'm very happy to have him on board. Yeah, he's actually just did episode 60 for us in record time and already is better than Darren. I'm not saying Darren we're going to miss your editing but it's glad that
1: <laughs> the turnaround that
0: time makes. is going to make up for it yeah so dude
2: your
1: beard growing skills will be no match for some italian you. guy don't
3: yeah. worry about
2: it <laughs> <laughs> all right brandon who do you have buddy
3: Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hell. And first, I want to say welcome to our live studio audience. It's always nice to see you guys. Second, my shout out goes to the new Heavy Gear game. I'm really looking forward to this. It looks awesome.
2: I was going to say you had something else on your shout out, but then you left it hanging. So I was. Yeah, that's I left why.
3: The other third thing was the trebuchet, which, I mean, come on. It's, it's trebuchet. I've been yelling about it for I'm what, hearing three months now. So trench many good
0: things
2: about the trebuchet. bucket of love. That's what it is. It's the trench bucket of love. Of course, yep. welcome to all of our live studio audience members thank you for taking the time out of your nights to listen to us blab on and of course to all of our new listeners out there whether you're riding a bike working out or maybe maybe you're at work drowning out the drab and trying to get through the day we're we're here for you And uh, yeah, so of course, we ask, hey, if you have the ability, go to our website right now. On the right is a tip jar. Hey, send us your love if you have that capacity. Thank you again. And if you have any
0: plans to buy anything online, we ask that you, if you can, shop amazon.com. And if you're going to do that, then please click through the link on our website. It is a great way to support the podcast. It just adds a little kickback to our show, but it doesn't add anything to the final bill. So it's a good way to support us without having to make a direct donation. And actually, people are um, doing this. And we really appreciate it. Uh, Some interesting things that are being purchased. People spending a lot of money. That's awesome. Good to see the economy turning around. And then also speaking items and so forth, we had the Rifleman giveaway. Now, uh, Phil, has that person contacted you yet?
2: No, Spectre72, I sent to his email. Um, what we're going to do is we're just going to give it a week. If I don't hear back, I'm going to give it to the next person. So you may win it if he doesn't answer. But tonight, the giveaway is the Archer, specifically the destroyed Spartan. And here's a picture of the box. All right, so uh, that will be going out. And again, I'll create the thread after this uh, podcast and it'll go up and we'll leave that up until Monday afternoon and i'll close down the voting and do the random drawing so maybe you might win so again make sure to follow instructions very simple i had a few actually the first random uh, person i selected didn't just post it and they were doing like a negative like oh blah, blah 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 and i was like well you just missed out on winning sorry dude so
0: Yes, the answer is the Archer is unseen, as was the Rifleman. These are actually very valuable little model kits. Um, They go for a lot of money on eBay. So if you win, be sure to contact Phil so you can collect your prize. The 25th Merrick Militia is a cannon regiment of House Merrick. Established in 1996, the regiment has operated in all versions of MechWarrior and Battletech Online. The 25th specializes in competitive 8-mans in MechWarrior Online interested pilots, please visit 25thMerrickMilitia.com and come drop with House Merrick's Elite. It is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy news, founded in 2011, reporting in 3050. Be sure to check out the latest videos at No Guts, No Galaxy TV on YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe. Phil, what's the latest activity there?
2: Um, actually, the last video is the Hunchback 4SP video. I'll be going live tonight with the K2 setup uh i have which is the dual ac 10s and the four medium layers so that'll be going up on youtube later on in a ride-along video so
0: awesome and like i said don't forget to subscribe and like and thumbs up and comment and all that stuff also check out our twitch tv schedule it's on our website uh you can see we're doing that five days a week now we uh phil was actually on there by himself this morning what a trooper Phil is looking for more members, but if you're looking for more members for your Battletech or MechWarrior unit, advertise with NGNG today and reach thousands of potential recruits for your own ad. Head on over to our website and check out the support NGNG page for more information. Is your unit looking for voice comms or just a place to hang out and chat with other Battletech and MechWarrior nerds like us? If so, get set up on the No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. Server information is located on our website. That's actually not true. It's really a button. You just click on it and it connects you to our... Team speak. It's on the right hand side halfway down. Once you're logged in, contact Sean, Lang, Phil to get set up.
2: And by the way, I will say this past week has been one of the most active weeks on our TS3. Easily, we've been breaking 300 each night. So, Good job on you guys. I want to get it even closer to 400. But again, this is a free TS3. Just click on that button. If you have it installed, it'll automatically connect you. And of course, there's dropships, there's mercenary units, there's houses, there's even clamors down in the bottom where they belong. No, actually, it's Bearded just too. because they were, they were there first. And so anyways, uh, yeah, check this out. It's the most active TS3 out there.
0: Check it and also Critical Hits number 18 went live two days ago on Monday this one is actually pretty special I think it's really cool Rudy Shortpainter did an awesome job it is called True Story and yes it's an actual true story what did uh, What did you think Phil?
2: I loved it I loved it as soon as I saw it and I knew everyone was gonna like it as well and the cool thing is it's a true story and it was via the forum post a lot of people saw it and the cool thing I don't know there's something unique about seeing Max do things that we can't do in games like seeing Atlas point i think it's just great like who doesn't want to see that you know, <laughs> how many seeing- people commented on that yeah it crazy. it's crazy like he's pointing his finger huh? Atlas that's awesome. is pointing yeah it was really cool and of course the moral of the story is you know hey sometimes bad things happen how about making him into a good situation you know so
0: if life gives you lemons say fuck you and go buy a coke but anyway yeah it was an awesome uh comic rudy you're doing amazing work I love the variety and the stuff that's being put out. But didn't Rudy
1: say recently that he's totally tapped out now? He has no more creative ideas and he's going to stop doing
2: it? No, he said <laughs> yes, he did say that. So, ideas. To, to I heard Make
1: it. sure that it keeps
0: going. Send your ideas to Rudy Short Painter. Contact information is on our website. Just go to the comics section, you'll see it there.
2: Short Painter at nogutsnogalaxy.net.
0: Send in your ideas because, as we're proving right here, your ideas do make it to the final print, and it's awesome getting uh, community content. Speaking of community content, we got the community spotlight this week is a cataphract by Vertex Normal. What actually, is this, Phil?
2: He just posted this up like today. I saw this and I was like, "Oh yes, this is a just a, it's a uh, he's Ooh. a 3D modeler. He's an artist out there. Um, obviously, he's worked on a few uh, games and projects. But I really that's love pretty it. sweet looking. Yeah, that's a custom made. I mean, he did that. I love. Wow,
1: artists. that's nice.
0: Now, is this uh, this paint scheme? Is that a particular unit or house or anything like that? My unit painted like that. I bet your unit is.
2: Uh, actually, uh, not that I'm aware of. I think he just sort of went with it. So very yeah, very cool, cool. stuff. Yes, Thank I love you, it. Vertex. Maybe you, yeah. we, I can bug him and contact him about doing more, so we'll find out.
0: See if he'll paint your unit. So if you have a something that you'd like us to feature in our community spotlight, send your submission to spotlight at noguestnogalaxy.net, and we'll check it out. And local games, we have, uh, let's see, this is taking place on April 14th, so I'm still going to talk about it. It is the SoCal Southern California Battletech Cup. It is a West Coast Battletech event in Fullerton, California. It takes place on Sunday, April 14th from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Firebase Location Card Addiction Games at 2445 East Orangethorpe Avenue in Fullerton, California. There's an entrance fee of $5, and there will be full-terrain Battletech scenarios hosted by Volunteer Catalyst Game Labs representatives. This is the real deal, people. Uh, There will also be a ranked Battletech camo specs rep there. We'll be hosting an official painting contest, and there will be prizes and more. Contact 714-870-1194 for more information, and there will be uh, this info on our show notes as well.
3: Also, pictures... Send us pictures. Yeah, you event. know what? Yeah.
0: There's, there's going to be so many people there. You better have some freaking cell phone cameras and get us some pictures.
2: I, w- I will say. Wait, uh, wait. When, do you want pictures naked, or do you only want pictures? Because pictures of beer.
1: Seasons coming. So.
2: <laughs> I will pitchers say of beer. we're going to have the ng shirts up soon. So if anybody gets one takes pictures at this event, that would be awesome. If I didn't live, I don't know, like 2,500 miles away, I might go.
0: Yeah, I know. It's in California, but I'm in Northern California. It's still too much of a drive.
2: Oh, and uh, I don't know, I
1: don't think uh, these guys are going to be there, but I have definitely booked my tickets and everything to go to PAX East Mm. at the end of March because I couldn't count on any game company to send me, so (laughs) F those people, I'll go by myself.
0: So, if you're going to (laughs) PAX East, uh, George is looking for roommates. No,
1: I'm looking for people to buy me shit, that's what I'm looking (laughs) for. Buy Buy him a beer. I'll buy you a beer. I'll follow you home. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) uh,
2: Anyway. uh, yeah, I'll
1: do my best to do a journalistic report of PAX East.
0: Awesome. If you are playing a tabletop game in your area and looking for more players, or if you want to start one, let us know. We'll announce it for you for free email us at local games at no guests, no with your info and finally funding for this podcast is brought to you by you this is a listener supported podcast and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as hosting TeamSpeak three you know what this pays for it pays for all the new projects that we're doing uh phil
2: what are all the new projects we're doing oh uh, here we go all right so we have critical hits comics, which actually we want to expand, but we need your financial support to do that. Uh, We also have the All Systems Nominal, which comes out hopefully this Friday, and that's by Ken aka Plexi of Clan Wolf, and All Systems Nominal is an animated series. We've also got a Machinima series starting by Celestial uh, from the Remnant, as well as Matt, our newest, one of our newest members, he's actually going to be taking taking on another project, and that's actually going to be, well, there's going to be variations of, but it's a 8-bit style um, video series, which actually, it looks amazing. It's like, 8-bit games that I wish looked this good back when Mm -hmm. we were kids that never looked this good. I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, and then as well, music, we've got a ton of stuff. We've got the tournaments and and T-shirts. The two podcasts. We've got, you know, another podcast we'd love to do. We can get support, which is the book of the month and sit down with Randall Bill and authors and stuff again. So if you like what we're doing and we're continuing to add more and more content, hey, help us out.
0: Yeah, basically, if you aren't on our TeamSpeak every day, um, we are putting tons of work into this every single day. Phil's working his ass off, uh, organizing all these different people with their projects. We are bringing you so much Battletech and MechWarrior content, it's crazy. So that's really what the funding and the support does. So if you can do it, thank you. And that is the news, Phil.
2: Now moving on to Mech of the Week, your vote, your choice. We had 43 votes this particular race. Now we had the Crusader coming on top with seven votes so just think about this some important information obviously it's 65 tons it was introduced in 2752 it does go 64 kph and the weapon system now what I know about this is the first thing that pops in my head is obviously decision a rift Crusader is involved in that very early on so that's sort of how I recognize this it's notable in all of the uh, great A Legion books but this mech is just straight up evil and I can't imagine seeing an mwo but let alone the tabletop I actually have used this two LRM 15s two S-RM six two medium lasers and two machine guns holy shit <laughs>
0: yeah that's a lot of weaponry and also it's a lot of twos
3: it's a very even build right down the board. Everything's symmetrical. Yeah, it symmetrical. is. I like
2: that. Very. Now, granted, Repponry. most of its weapons is ammo dependent. So this is actually one of those things that plays out where it may pack a lot of punch and have a lot of, you know, as far as DPS and range and even short range. But once you get past that ammo, what happens is if you're using it in a campaign, a Battletech campaign that's extended and maybe your ammo lines get cut off. Maybe you don't have ammo supplies as then soon as it dries like up.
0: Like a centurion with his arm shot off two medium well, that's
2: you what's interesting. yell at the logistics officer. That's what you right? do. Right? Yeah. Well, that's what's interesting about the tabletop. If you do campaigns like that, you have to worry about logistics and, like, what happens, you know? Do I fire or do I wait? You know, oh, it's only a 50% chance of hitting. Well, you might want to conserve your ammo. And then, of course, you know, you've got the machine guns, which obviously are really, really effective against infantry and light and vehicles. Yes, and animals. I guess I'm infantry not, are animals. I'm not going to comment on my... <laughs> being at a tank ramp. Never mind. I'm not to to Now, clear.
0: this was initially designed as a close combat mech, which I guess, I don't know. I mean, the LRM-15s make it, I think, long range as well, but I guess that was their original goal. As you mentioned, it appears in Decision at Thunder Rift. It's quite an awesome mech, and I think, is this an unseen? It, yes. It has? Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. It kind of looks like some of those Robotech mechs. Anyway, a notable pilot, somebody who I actually like a lot from the books, Galen Cox, who was the aide to Prince Victor Steiner Davion, and he... Basically, used uh, a Crusader until he died. Yeah, died
3: being
2: very loosely termed, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Apparent Ish. death, of course. Under his Jerry Cranston identity, he would pilot a Devastator.
2: Well, what's interesting about this design artistically too is the LRMs um, in the forearms. It has it like the launch tubes are like wrapped around the forearm. So um, it's almost like a cylinder where the fist, you know, and the LRMs came out. I mean, that's, I would love to see a redesign of this to be honest, uh, whether it was a short painter or of course flying debris and shimmering sword. Shimmering, I think actually did one of these to be honest. So I I need to touch base with him about that. I'm liking all the uh, gay Cox jokes. All right, guys, moving on to community questions. Of course, Garth is not here, he is on vacation, he is moving, so all the wishes to him, and hopefully he'll be coming back very, very soon, and uh, we'll be able to pester him a lot.
1: So that wasn't some kind of like witness protection thing is why he's moving? Well, no. maybe it is, maybe it's not. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he didn't
2: murder someone at the VGI, <laughs> did
1: he? Repenry. Yeah,
2: and uh, keep in mind, <laughs> I may not be able to answer all of your questions because if some of these are directed at uh, um, Garth, I can't answer them. So.
0: He's not here because of the ELO kicked in and he couldn't get into the podcast.
2: That's what it is. So first question up is Norris J. Packard asks, Why is PGI not making videos for their actual content, i.e. mechs and maps? It should be very easy to do. Given that they make videos for the HeroMax in less time, I really don't have an answer. Obviously, I'm not Garth or not a PGI employee, but I'm assuming that uh, here it comes I'll pretend down
0: to- I'll pretend to be Garth. Uh, my answer is I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was that was a tough one. No, I think it comes down to probably just time, man. I mean, like whoever uh, does these videos uh, for their HeroMax, I mean, do you pull them away to do videos for other content? But that being said. Uh, Maybe you, me and Darren will poke in a little bit and find out some more info. But you, you poke are right. I would, I would love to find out a little bit more too. Some whether it was cinematic or more of just, uh, hey, this is what's coming out. This is the trebuchet. Ah, you know, and it has everything. I wouldn't even mind like a flyover type
3: thing, like a flyover or a scenic video of like alpine peaks or some of the newer maps coming out type thing to introduce and show some of the terrain and whatnot. Get people I'm hyped. taking
0: down notes right now. All right, yeah. Now. What about? I'm sorry to interrupt. What about like map strategies? Is that something people are interested in? Like the good spots on a map, the bad spots on a map?
2: is that the secrets? You can't do that. Well, the way I look at it is original ideas. People are ideas, saying yes, big time. Well, original ideas, you know, They're far and few, I mean, let's be honest here. Now, as far as NGNG is concerned, uh, we'll be having a forum where units and unit leaders can share stuff back and forth and you guys will be able to see that, so. But as far as videos, I think some like strategic uh, videos would be really cool, seeing like actual teams do formations and stuff like that, use real-world tactics, like, you know, hey, look, it's a shiny raven, go shoot it. Oh, while we shoot at the rest of your teammates.
0: Strategery for the win.
2: Yes, next question, we have Laser Angel merch online pew, pew. merchandise for example art books t-shirts coffee mugs or figures we haven't seen any and i've um, actually so i actually have it. an
0: answer yeah i mean i don't do they don't they don't have the license to do that uh, i don't expect that we're going to see anything from pgi as far as merchandise goes
2: yeah i think they've stated that a few times that Indeed. They just, they're not able to that being said do you know it's coming down the pipeline so oh, yeah. NG, ngng stuff yeah we'll keep on i still think Catalyst should hop on
3: with PGI and do some of the models because I really like the in-game assets and I would love to have them for my tip-up.
0: I do not like the in-game ass hats.
3: You know what, Bob?
2: I'm tired of you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> as long as
2: it has the uh, uh, Dawn inside the cockpit in my Centurion, I'll, I'll buy one. There, there we go. A little figurine bobblehead, real-life bobbleheaded of Dawn for Phil.
0: You're so I easy st- to make happy.
2: I know, right? Just wiggle it just a little bit and I'll be good. Wiggle it, George. Wiggle it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, next question. We have Anonymous, and he says, are there any components of the game that players have directly contributed to? It's actually a good question. Uh, the gameplay. Well, I was going to say, like, uh, as far as closed beta, I mean, pretty much everyone who was involved in the closed beta was... Uh, I don't know much testers. Well, if, I do know the P- PPC EMP effect was actually a suggestion by the community. Uh, there's been a lot of suggestions, by the way, that they've actually adopted into the game. My guess is,
0: yeah, exactly that. I mean, if, if he if anonymous, which it's funny he's using that name, it wants a specific name like yes, Joe Smith created this. Uh, probably won't get that, but I I have a uh, an inkling that
2: a lot I'll of the stuff. I'll take credit that's for. An... I'm <laughs> the one who suggested it. Damn. All right. Actually, everything good in the game is Phil. Yep, and everything bad is scarce. <laughs> no, actually, uh, they've taken a lot of ideas. I mean, really, if you look at mm-hmm. it. Um, and ultimately, they're going to have, you know, input from players, whether it's actual just data, like what you're doing uh, may actually be input and you may not even know. So, yeah. So you may be directly
0: affecting the game while not intending to. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Anonymous.
2: All right, next question. We have jail and he says, question for NGNG. Can you upload an unedited... NGNG podcast somewhere, MW Forum, something like that, because I live in a part of the world where podcasts begin at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., so we can't make the live studio audience. So I really want to hear NGNG's podcast as soon as possible, and if I have to listen to it with bad quality or with some TS3 sounds, I don't care. I'm going to answer this one. Hope you understand.
0: We totally understand. Um, however, we're not going to release the raw, unedited version, but with Max the Italian Stallion editing our podcast now, they will be out in 48 hours every single time, every week, and uh, I think that's a pretty good turnaround.
2: So to sort of give you guys an idea of how quickly Max works, we gave him the podcast on Monday, and he already had it ready for us on Tuesday. Less than 24 hours. Do you know how long it takes Darren to get but, that to work? But Less than 24 days. But but yes, it went up today.
1: It just went up today. I'm confused. Because we had to listen to it.
0: We had to make sure that all the uh, various aspects, because this was his first one, were done correctly. And so now that he knows what he's doing, now that I know how to work with him, because I still have to do some stuff to um, get it prepped for him, basically, it's going to be super smooth, super easy every single time.
2: All right, so on to the next question. We have Adam, and Adam says, at NGNG, do you feel the current pace of one mech every one to two months is ideal, considering the number of different chassis in the universe? And if Garth or someone else is on hand, do you feel this will pick up as far as pace or not?
0: Is he just asking about the Bushwhacker again?
2: I think he is. Well, Um, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, Brandon, um, now, granted, this is like, (laughs) imagine if you had two mechs fully, I mean, like, we had the Trebuchet and Jaeger mech coming out. Like Tuesday, I mean, do you feel like that should be every month? I mean, how do you how it's do too you? Much
0: feel? I can't handle that much
2: new macness.
3: I'm kind of up in the air at the same time, more is always better, but at the second time, <laughs> how much of that's going to be like rushed through quality check and stuff like that? So, right now, I think once a month is actually a fairly good pace in which they're going at. That being said, in the future, maybe quicken it up a little bit. Like, maybe it's three weeks instead of four or something. Well, the
2: thrice, the thrice in our audience just said, stop mechs, we need maps. Um, well, you're talking about two different artist teams, guys. I mean, I totally agree. Maps are great. But the question was about mechs. So let's, yeah. It's,
0: it's not one or the other either. It's they, like you just said, there's two teams. So when they're working on a new mech, it doesn't mean that they're not working on new maps at the same time. Now,
2: for mechs, what's interesting is we all know the clans are coming. Yes, I said it. So are they already working behind the scenes on those assets? And how long does it take from concept to finish uh, for them to create stuff? So what I'm wondering is, are they already working on those? Um, how much more are we going to get from the IS side of the house before they start introducing Clan? And then is it going to be like, hey, every month we're going to do one IS, one Clan mech, stuff like that? Because again, however many mechs are out when you know the game is launched, you know when is that going to be? We don't really know. And then are they? When are they going to launch the Clan? So again, that's one thing. I don't know about you guys, you know whether you hate them, love them, we're mercenary and aces, but I will be piloting a Timberwolf. It's gonna happen. So because yeah. you're a heretic. I love I am. the uh, the bearded clan mechs. You would, man. You would. <laughs> That's definitely a guard. You guys
1: right? are all noticing how funny Darren is tonight, right? Because he. Because I don't has... have to fucking edit this thing, man. I you know. know how happy I am right now. I can.
2: It's There's just an coming through. Room. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. you've
1: been sniffing, you know, some kind of gas or something
2: You're and crazy. max is you know when he's listening to this is like damn you americans uh. now <laughs> all right so good question i actually feel that one or two i i don't know i mean i honestly i i would be depending on how many mechs they plan on releasing so you got to think what that's twenty four mechs in a year. I mean, my if they do guess. more, if they do more, awesome. If they do just two a month, I'm perfectly okay with. But I mean, that's a lot to keep up with. I mean, you got to think how many variants of each? At least three, if not four. I mean, it just the numbers keep getting more I, and more. My, my mech is bay that is going the, to explode.
0: Yeah, I know. No kidding, huh? You gonna have to pay well, taxes How many how many trebuchets it. did you buy?
1: four
0: <laughs> somebody was like in the uh, the Twitch event, what the fuck Phil but yeah, my guess is that the more commercially uh, successful they become, maybe they'll up the release rate, you know, they're doing basically as much as they can with the team that they have I mean, developing well, all the games
2: is it a bad thing if they do two a month or five a month I mean really, as long as quality control is there and everything works and you know hey, I'm all for it, so I guess that's my biggest thing is, I don't want a mech coming out and then it needs to be patched to fix its cockpit Hitbox. It should have already been done. So, all right. Next question. We have Carl um, Cal Hendrick, and he says, with the introduction of modifications of ELO appearing to lock out premades from running eight V8 sync drops and thus, stopping community-based tournament tournaments, the Merrick Civil War, scrimmages between groups, can we get a confirmed time frame on when private matches are to be implemented? Obviously, we have no one here from PGI to give you an answer for that, so sorry, Cal, but I will say, you guys knew this was coming? That's why I was sorta of iffy about the the doing the Civil War with the Merrick campaign, because I was like, and I've even talked to Stinger about it, I was like, you know the ELO is about to come out, what's gonna happen when that happens? And they're like, well, we'll just sort of work around it. I mean... I think it's going to be
0: interesting after we get a week of ELO, you know, a month and see where things go. But, yeah, they definitely need to make some concessions for people that are trying to do these, uh, you know, uh, community tournaments and so forth.
2: Actually, Apostle... Posh says, that's why PGI isn't here. Actually, PGI is here. Hayden's here listening. No, Garth is literally, that's why he wasn't at Twitch events today. He is on vacation. He actually showed up yesterday to the Twitch event when he actually didn't need to be. So yeah, yeah. he's not And and ELO is already back up.
0: Yeah. So let's take some questions from the live studio audience. Since Boo is not here, Phil, who are we going to have do this? I will
2: do this. I need everyone to X up and I'm going to randomly select you. So Have you been naughty or nice? Let's go from here. All right, let's see. Who do I pick first? Uh, let's see. Zimmy, I already know you. Let's get one, someone who I don't know. Volk. Actually, I actually don't know Volk. Volk, go on mute. Let's hear you, buddy. Hi.
0: Hey, Volk. Good start.
2: I don't know what to say, guys. I just... <laughs> Did you have a
0: question, Volk?
2: Um, Yeah, actually. Um, I guess my first real question for you guys would be, uh, as far as the game goes, do you guys kind of feel that with the new map, the Alpine map, that since it's so large and everything else is so small, that it kind of makes more of a... Everyone will have to make an all-around mech instead of having, like, specialized mechs? That's, That's a a good actually question. a good question. Yeah. Um, the reason why is I was actually just talking about this earlier behind the scenes with a few people. They were saying, oh, you know, Alpine, it's the perfect thing. Thank you, PJ. And i a lot of threads, and I'm really excited because if it plays well with 8v8, imagine what it'll do with 12v12. But what I think is interesting is I was reading over at C-Reddit and someone made this post actually. And it was was talking about, do you think it'll affect why, you know, like I dropped uh, on a splat cat on Alpine. Do you know how effective a splat cat is on Alpine? You have to be very, very sneaky. And even then you're not very effective. So it was like, well, it's always a balance, right? If you don't know what map you're taking, should you always run a sort of an optimized build? Okay, well, I need a little bit of longer Range. And I think overall it'll be a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, my
0: feeling, I mean, I personally, I tend to run kind of jack of all trade mechs anyway. I'm not very big on doing super specialized mechs. So it works for me. Uh, I think it'll be interesting. I think um, it de- also depends on the rotation of the map. Because basically, right now, from what I'm hearing, that map's not getting, uh, you know, you're not getting that map very often. Well, so people might take uh, that into just account.
2: Sort of go back to your main question is at the back of your mind when you're doing your, you know, loadout you got to think, wow, am I going to get Alpine? And I'm assuming like the desert map is going to be quite large, too. They made that reference. Mm-hmm. So at the back of your mind, you have to make a tactical decision. Now, what's going to be interesting is how you guys, how your own units, <laughs> unit, how your own groups are actually going to handle these maps when it comes to community warfare, because you will know the map ahead of time. I mean, you should know, at least. So if we have a plan drop and we know it's going to be Alpine, our setup is going to be completely different. Our strategy is going to be completely different as if we knew if it was going to be River City. So I think it's really cool, you know, as far as that's concerned. But as far as random matches, that's a risk where you just have to take, right? Like right now, you can go all long-range ERP PCs and Gauss rifles and try to snipe. And then maybe you get a particular map that... Doesn't really cater to, but you made that tactical decision. It's sort of like taking all SRMs, you know? So I think it's a good question. That, you know, Volk, that actually is a topic that will be interesting as we as we move forward you know very good question all right next question we have Got to scroll up here do uh torchadini we have got cheddar seven cheddar seven or cheddar seven always do Cheddar. <laughs> what's going on cheddar uh not much i actually my question was kind of covered by bulk to tell you the truth um and that was just do you think that they could implement like a drop ship function where when you enter a random oh, match yeah. you you have the option to select one of your four selected matches or mechs I mean so like you could have a sniper ready or an LRM boat or a scout well, I think it's one of those things where it's part of the game design is you're making a choice and then you have to live with it. You know, like there, as far as like gameplay, whereas you don't have to worry about repairs right now. You don't have to worry about losing your mech. So what do you have to worry about? And it's tact, you know, it's a, it's a tactical decision. What what do I have to worry about? Well, the speed of my mech and the weapons of my mech, uh, what mech I'm taking, do I need jump jets to be more effective and stuff like that? So I think what we'll see is with the dropship mode, is gonna be really interesting. I'm hoping with the dropship mode, when they eventually do it, you're able to select at any given time which mechs, right? Or yeah. maybe you put them in queue like one through four and you have to go through one, two, three, four. But what just like you're saying, cheddar, imagine if you did drop ship mode and it was a randomized map and stuff, but you dropped on a long range map, so you'd take your long range mech first and then you know you sort of like okay well i'm gonna try to do my best with this and then go for it so it'll be pretty interesting uh, to see what well and
0: also i want to drop out of the uh drop ship just like the uh video with the atlas hell oh, yeah.
2: yeah oh yes <laughs> a very good question cheddar and thank you you know it's one of those things where we honestly we want a lot of things i want to be able to, like at the very beginning that startup sequence i love it I want something to do with like dropship, where you're doing the startup sequence mm-hmm. as you're falling through the sky. Maybe you're, you know, granted it would have to- Jump jets, up. not activated. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So very, very good question. All right, taking the next question, we have Zimmy. What's going on, Zimmy? Zimmy, are you there?
1: Zimmy, Zimmy, Zimmy. There is no Zimmy. Go find another one.
2: All right, we've got Torch, Torch. Yeah, what's going on Torch? Tindy or Tindy or, tindy or tindy, that guy. Let's call him Torch.
3: It's Torchidini, but
2: Torchidini. Are, yep. Where are, you, where are you from, Torch?
3: I'm from the Netherlands.
2: <coughs> awesome. Oh, um, welcome, man. I,
3: yeah, thank you. I'm, I got into this game then. I'm pretty addicted, right? now.
0: Heck yeah. So, Torch, what uh, what was the topic of your question?
3: Yeah, my question was about the uh, Elo system. Um, mm-hmm. I really, to me, at least, I really like it so far, and or at least really like it. But uh, like, I've heard some like rumors about. That they were, are are keeping the numbers private, but like, what are you guys' thoughts about making it public so you can compare yourself against others?
1: Ah, so
3: mm. like,
2: is this ELO good, score? another
3: good question?
0: Yeah. Now, can we separate ELO from stats? I mean, we're going to have all of our stats that we can compare, and you know, do the whole E thing. The ELO system is not the same, right? Well, That's I to think you, what,
2: Phil. Well, ELO basically takes all of the data they're collecting and creates a score based on their algorithm. So, I don't know if we'll see it. I can ask Garth and we can see if he can basically comment on this. Actually, I think they've asked on the forums, but I don't know. I mean, do you do you feel like that should be out there for everyone to see? I mean, it I mean, should we very rate
3: nice the- brag, though?
2: Yeah, I yeah. Mean, should we rate people on that? I mean, you can see what might happen due to, you know, that score being out. I mean, you
0: know. I don't know. I guess it's, in the end, it's just going to be whatever PGI goes with. I mean, we're going to have all of our stats to compare, and and you know that'll keep developing, just like ELO will. Um, it's nice to hear some positive feedback on ELO. Uh, there's been some I, I interesting think, stories out there.
2: I don't think it's necessary. The, this is why. Um, at the end of the day, e- ELO isn't uh, set up so when you're doing um, Community Warfare. When you're doing Community Warfare, it doesn't matter what your ELO score is, right? But as far as ELO, I think that should be private, just for the fact that no, I mean... <laughs> there's no reason, but just because. Just because it's like, I don't want other people to see my stats without me knowing, but I don't, I don't really care, actually. I mean, I played EVE where my stats were publicly available. I mean, you could see every single loss I've had, every single kill I've had. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really bug me. And, you know, hey, I mean, I, I don't know. That's...
0: I think, uh, Torch, we answered that to the best of our ability, which was complete fail, but um, maybe uh, we can talk more about ELO <coughs> so next week.
2: World War II Ogre says, ELO equals being picked last for the dodgeball on Great School. Yeah, no kidding. No. Uh, you know, and maybe, you know, I can always see it being abused, but uh, at the end of the day, I don't think it's the end of the world, if it's available or if it is. Um, yeah.
0: Thank you for your que- question, Torch, and uh, welcome to our live audience. Thanks for being here. And Phil, you want to do one more?
2: Yep, we're going to go back to Zimmy. He's back here. What's going on Zimmy? Zimmy,
0: You're Zimmy, co pop.
3: Hey, guys, sorry about that. I started hitting the wrong button. No, it's, it's cool. Go ahead Yeah. yeah. leave. Okay, you um, and the, you know, the sort of classic thing in uh, MechWarrior was a, a ROM drive that they were sort of sorted through the garbage of a, what was left of a mech to find out what happened in the battle. Black box! Black- yeah, a black box, but they called it the ROM drive in the yep. books. Uh, what do you think? Uh, should um, PGI introduce some sort of battle ROM replay of the matches we have?
2: Well, actually, Paul just mentioned that in the Mex and Beer replays. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. And that's, it sort of surprised us because, I mean, like, to be able to go in there and see a battle, you know, um, from that player's perspective, uh I would love for MWO to be tied into, like, Twitch or, like, a YouTube thing to where you can just click it and it starts recording. I think that would be great. And to be able to go back and, I mean, just from the just from the perspective of seeing things from different people's perspectives. So if everyone on your team was to, to be able to record, or it automatically records without a performance decrease There's, on their end, you know?
0: Yeah, uh, World of Tanks does it. Phenomenally, uh, they're super small file size. I don't ha- know how they do that, but uh, basically, each person you can either turn it off or turn it on. It's toggled, and it'll record your match. You can. It's from everybody's individual perspective. You can go in there while you're p- replaying that match and move, you know, perspective around to see what's happening. I used to hate it when my high school coach football uh, would do the replays and, you know, go, Hey cats, what are you doing there? You're picking your nose. Well, but anyway, it's good for uh, good for team play tactics and all that stuff. I'd love to see them implement something like world. And on does. top of
2: that, you got to think from the going back and looking at what you could actually see someone else's replay. Like, Hey, I just saw mm-hmm. this great you sh- move. You share them. Yeah, I just saw this great strategy by, you know, Armed or, you know, Clan Jade Wolf or, you know, something like that. And, hey, check this out. Look what they did. Now, how they go about it? Are you going to be able to just see it from that person's perspective? Or is it going to be like you have a free camera where you can move around during replay? Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be great. I think it would be great for esports. I think it would be great for all of that tournament i mean just of course don't worry me and darren are trying to get as much you know as far as you know commentary like we want to be able to do it for you guys when you guys are having tournaments in game like being able to comment <laughs> and stuff so it would also be uh, very helpful ages. for uh machinima yeah oh, really? so what you know,
3: Question. another question quickly what is machinima what is machinima
0: it's basically yeah. an art form it's uh from what i understand it started with People using in game, in like video game footage to create uh, content, you know, like stories. Oh, uh, uh, but Red it's, versus it's, blue,
3: Gary's Bot, yeah. that sort of thing.
0: It has developed more, almost. Um, some people are calling their stuff machinima when really it's just CGI. Um, so I don't, the the definition is becoming a little bit more broad, but it's usually in game footage created. Yeah, into, it's,
2: it's basically an art. And I think it's really amazing. I think it's really amazing yeah. because you're able to create uh, basically content engaging content, story content and put it in a way like I've mean i watched BF3 machinima I've watched EVE machinima uh, Clear Skies is a huge EVE online uh, machinima, it's great by the way now of course a lot of time and effort goes into creating actual machinima uh, whether it's just video footage or do you have voice acting do you have some type of other I mean there's a ton and that's one of the things we're going to be tackling with uh, NGNG's machinima and Celestial's going to be working on that so Yep. You, Thank you we very may much. have public, I will say, depending on what Sean wants and what we need as far as voice acting, we may plug our NGNG community for people. So always stay tuned to the forums and stuff when we get those out there on Facebook. So just think about that. But all right, that is it for live questions. we got to move on to the next part of our podcast, which is MechWarrior Online. Do you have what it takes to be a steel hazard
0: the first Regulan Hazars are accepting applications for all roles. Stop by RegulantHazars.Engine.com
2: to apply today. Now, of course, Tuesday was a pretty big patch. We had the Trebuchet, all five variants, and four of which I own. <laughs> yes, I did splurge. For those watching the Twitch event on uh, Tuesday, yes, I, I'm just going to help myself. All my MC is gone, pretty much. I, I think I literally have one MC left.
0: Hold on. Before you move on from Trebuchet, I just wanted to comment a little bit on that. I only have uh, one Trebuchet. Love it. Um, but I'm hearing nothing but amazingly positive uh, response to the Trebuchet. I mean, people are just totally uh, loving I don't know if there's a particular variant. You know you know, what's into?
2: Hmm. you know that uh the, in the lore you know the the centurion and trebuchet are partners i've literally seen partner trebuchet like I, I was actually playing earlier on river city and a trebuchet linked up with me and i was like you come with me and we basically rolled <laughs> okay so i
0: have a question for you phil uh centurion trebuchet or hunchback centurion still yeah wow It looks
2: like a soldier. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Dervish would be cool. Yeah, but no, I I do like the trebuchet trench bucket. Uh, There are a particular set of variants that I like. I already took off the jump jets. I'm just not a jump jet fan. I still think it's not enough oomph to get you. Like, I I don't know, man. I read the books, and it's like you slant. You know, you press those pedals, and it just just slams idea. you into
0: the floor yeah you want it to be like one of those uh rides at the you know the parks that shoot you up into the air right away i agree but aren't they not
3: completed the upgrades to the jump jets right? i don't know i don't know last i, I, I don't heard from paul was that they're still in the works
2: i'll tell you what though man watching light pilots that are really good i saw a spider pilot who's just really effective using the jump jets and it's it's amazing to see people just run around and jenners and stuff like that too but uh so trebuchet get one they're awesome well i'm sure maybe uh they'll be on sale soon after everyone already bought all theirs too right they are the greatest thing in the game right now of course that's with everything though it comes out Ooh, shiny! let's go get it so but it is now yes it is and alpine
0: peaks what are you guys thoughts on that i know definitely now people were always complaining bigger maps bigger maps are you hearing any like oh this map is too big? What's what's the reaction you're hearing Actually, from people out there?
3: Actually, funny story was I dropped on it last uh, last night, and my first reaction when I had something pop up my heads up display it was like oh I'll just target this guy because I was looking at my mini <laughs> map and it looked like five five feet away. It was like and eh. how far I'm was it? Like I'm used to like forest calling where I hit R when something's like in the mm-hmm. next quadrant and it's only like three hundred meters out. and It's like it's like three thousand and some meters exactly. out next quadrant. It's like man, that's like a whole forest colony
2: a walk away.
0: Like man, <laughs> just aim high.
2: No, when Alpine, I, I got it. I was a little, I don't know, I, aesthetically. I was reading a, a forum post earlier. They were talking about like I would have aesthetically. It wasn't too pleasing to them. I mean, it was just like rolling hills and a few mountaintops. Like and textures, I could definitely understand where aesthetically it definitely, to me personally, it needs a little bit more. I, I, you know, Kinda I don't like, know. It, do you it want is a very, planet in the sky?
0: Are you one of those? You want a big planet up there?
2: No, so it no. it feels I, like space. I just, you know, th- this map to me, it just, I, it leaves me wanting more out of the map aesthetically. I mean, some people are like, oh, well, the map doesn't need to have anything on it to, you know. Well, I guess. I mean.
0: It's if, not a damn art gallery. It's a fucking combat zone.
2: I hate, I'm just
1: saying. Meteor just showers. There. I'm telling you, meteor I showers would be awesome. I could yeah. that. That's something you could, me. something you could, you know, avoid, but it would be very random. You could be just dawdling along. Hey, look at me in my back, and pow, you get crushed by a meteor. I mean, like, all, the, all, awesome. there is,
2: all there is, I mean, like I said, uh, maybe I'm just expecting a little bit too much. I mean, obviously, though, it is a new map, so it will evolve. So on the positive side, I do like the size of the map. Uh, that being said i ran into being a splat cat on that map not very effective (laughs) um i do like the range being able to actually engage targets at range one of the tough things though is you don't know when you're going to get it so you may be in a splat cat or a short range mech and well that's the just like we were talking about earlier that's the choice you made when you took the build so you got to deal with it
0: yeah my one experience with the map was phil and i just running around a lot trying to find people to shoot but uh, aesthetically, I like it. I mean, it's it's what I expected as far as an alpine map. And uh, yeah, I don't need any planets in the sky or monuments. Or I do like George's idea,
2: though, of things falling out it's of the sky. It's called environmental it. assets. I just, you know, that's like, all. Like you know, just I'm trees certain. or something like that would make it probably. Or fuck, some,
1: how about just like old appliances? Make it something interesting.
3: Hey, there's a refrigerator care. sitting in the snow. Yeah, exactly. A <laughs> you know,
2: refrigerator, a stove, you know, something cool. No, and, don't just make it as, boring. And as the game progresses, they'll touch up the map. I remember River City's had a ton ton of touch-ups and has improved. Caustic Valley as well. So obviously as the map comes out, the map gets touched up. It'll be better and better. So (laughs) someone just said, Kyle just said the next map will be based off Darren's back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Talk like about pleasing cover.
2: Uh, right, you all better have great
1: turtle mechs. You're going to need those four-wheel drive, bud babies. But <laughs> what
2: I am interested, uh, as far as Alpine, I'm definitely interested in seeing what happens with competitive play because I have a feeling you're going to have a ton of different strategies to handle, whether it's missile boats, ECM, I mean, like It reminds me of fire. the map
0: from MWLL. What was the map on there that was similar? Uh, but anyway. Frostbite? Yeah, and we had some really good strategic combat on that map. That's yes, what I'm hoping to see yes, on Alpine. We
3: well, I meeting mean, right. with Alpine right now, uh, I've been noticing... I was, I was dropping with uh, some of the Aces guys earlier today, and we were doing all different strategies. Like, we were flanking around stuff. You actually have room to move, which is nice. So, yeah, yeah the it seems going to be really interesting. You're going to have flanking maneuvers. You're going to have lines up on the hill, everything like that. It's
2: just going to be interesting to see what people do with this bait. All right, so on to matchmaking Phase 3 kicked off. Obviously, Elo is an effect, um, and we'll talk about that just in a second in detail. So we had Matchmaking 3 come out. We had Centurion Quirks were added. I'm definitely liking that. I actually haven't really tested each one yet. I drove my 9 Alpha quite a bit uh, yesterday, and I think I did the 9 Delta once, but I didn't, like, look at specifics. but I don't know... Like, I don't know the numbers, like how quick, what difference You know, we don't have that information available to us, so I'd, I'd like spurfy to know that. Net, like,
3: well, what I mean,
2: what I'm saying in-game, like, okay, what was the stock torso twist rate? Okay, I've got 10% on that. Well, what does that equate to compared to the 9-alpha? Like, I I don't know that. So uh, that would be nice to be able to see. Weapon changes went into effect, and of course, battle mechs out of battle quicker. Have you guys noticed this at all?
3: Oh, yes. So much so. I've been coming back from games, and the mech's already ready to go, and so they're just sitting there for, like, 15, 20 seconds.
2: Someone was just saying, but it's funny, because I was actually having to wait on mine earlier, so I was like, well, this is not, why? It was my catapult, I don't know why. It was just the catapult. That's that's weird. weird.
3: I think it's it was just because you. Because you're
2: too OP. Uh, I don't know about that. Nerf Phil. Not apparently on the Twitch vents, Phil gets annihilated. All right, so of course ELO came out. Now there was a lot of issues with ELO, and I want to get your feedback about it. When it first came out, it was on Tuesday afternoon, and apparently it wasn't quite working the way it intended. You had long wait times for Lone Wolf players, like and/or failed to find match. And then I was reading and seeing pictures of people like 300 tons difference between groups. Um, I don't know if this was because the eight-mans were being paired against the Lone Wolves or what was going on, but some definite issues. But as soon as it started occurring, PGI posted up, whoa, hey, this isn't working. We're going to revert back to the old system. And Are they to-
0: sure it wasn't just a lot of sucky
2: people in atlases
0: and a lot of skilled people in lights?
2: <laughs> no, it was it was bad. So anyways, they reverted back to the old system, and they just went live, what, about an hour and a half ago with the... ELO's back up and running, and everything's... I think it was only like 40... It might have been an hour and a
3: half ago. I thought for some reason, I was thinking it was 48 minutes ago, but the time's irrelevant on the podcast.
2: Yeah, so they just went back up, so ELO is functioning back again... Um, The one thing I will say is people were being very, very positive when they were getting the matches, you know, and they were saying, hey, the game was just like 8-6 and and 8-7 and it was a really close match. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually looking forward to playing some matches tonight just to sort of experience what it was because I missed it when I I was playing on Tuesday. I didn't get it till it was already uh, rolled back. So we didn't get any of that. So,
0: yeah, I think in the medium to long term, ELO is going to be awesome.
2: And as, as we play more, your numbers, obviously the ELO, like, I guess, sort of defines itself a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Dagger saying, as soon as the podcast is over, dropping an MWO. That's right.
0: Drop into MWO. Check out the ELO.
2: So, now, speaking, ASAP. I know a lot of people have been a little bit irritated with the ELO going in effect and screwing up uh, tournaments and stuff. I mean, now, Brandon, I know Ace is involved in the merit campaign. What is this doing with the campaign right now? Uh, the campaign is on a hold until we can continue to do it in some shape or form. I mean, are you seeing a lot of people like pissed off about it? Or is it like, uh, oh, well, we were expecting it, so you know, it just sort of sucks that we can't? I
3: think there's a lot of... I don't want to say pissed off, but some people are I think are fundamentally upset. Disappointed. And I think, yeah, more so disappointed than anything else. Um, as far as, like... I want to say I'm a little bit disappointed as well. I really look forward to the uh, Merrick campaign. It's something I really wanted to do. And I knew ELO was coming, but... Yeah, I didn't think it would mess it up. I don't My question is,
0: up, are they trying? Out. Is ELO completely making it not possible, or is it sometimes possible? I mean, Cause well, I'm the reading. Thing. I think we
3: have to wait and see, because if it's eight-mans getting paired up with eight-mans, uh, I know they're, not, they're saying that sync dropping shouldn't match people up, because it should be based more off the of skill and stuff like that, right? But, I mean, if it's two people dropping at once, it might pair them up together still, so I uh, do it's hard to say.
2: Uh, I was going to say Apostle from Arms says it's still working. You can still sync drop with 8v8s, but I'm sure it's just a little bit harder.
3: You'll probably get more matches you would have to take before you get over There's the uh, possibility of other 8-mans coming in and filling
2: that. That void but you know i'm looking forward to is when we can actually do matches custom matches against each other so for instance we want to do a 12v12 or an av8 or 4v4 against armed or any of the other groups uh clan snow you know uh out there um windborn highlanders and stuff 12vr i mean if i want to say hey you know let's go do a 4v4 practice and practice a certain strategy with them to be able to do that but I don't know when that's going to be and they've sort of hinted after Community Warfare comes out. So I understand people being a little bit upset, but you guys got to understand you knew it was coming. And I want to say, you know, obviously the game isn't catered towards Community Warfare right now. So I know it sucks, but bearing with them, they'll get it back to where you guys can finish up your tournaments and where NGNG can host our tournaments where you guys can win prizes and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that as well. All right. on to command share we've only had one really over the past week and that was Matthew Craig and he was talking about the ELO system rollback which obviously they were saying that uh, they found some bugs they're rolling it back to the old system that was pretty much it there was nothing crazy or anything to to the extent in the command chairs. that was that was it in a nutshell yep it's over that quick moving on <laughs> this is me in a nutshell
0: help I'm in a nutshell
2: I see what you did there mech warrior tactics obviously the founder program is still going on um i'm you know i try to get info for you guys and i can't get anything so until then we've got this really cool article for you guys to look at it's called introduction to mech bay part two uh we'll get a link for you guys just a second obviously this breaks down the mech bay a little bit more in detail and continues from part one it is a long read but there's a lot of cool info for those that aren't in the beta we did have some keys that, you know, are as far as there were some websites, IGN and that other uh, website. Looks like they're out though. So until they send out more, and as soon as we see sites like that, we'll put them up on our, our notes. Facebook. And we'll give them to you. Yeah, Twitter. Facebook. Um, so just keep an eye on our Facebook page. That way, if something like that happens, and as soon as we get more keys, we'll give them out um, as soon as possible. All right, Battletech and the board game. We're still working with Randall behind the scenes on when he's going to be on the next show. But that being said, what we're going to try to shoot for is him being on once a month. If you guys are just now following NGNG, we are basically sponsored by Catalyst Games via Randall and him basically working behind the scenes. And what is that sponsorship? Well, it's 52 items that we'll be going over giving away one per week. Now, when are we gonna start that? What we're trying to do is we're gonna wait till our new website goes live. That's why we're doing the model kit giveaways first and that'll give us, you know, about a month. Hopefully our new website will be done and we wanna sort of promote this on our new website, which looks absolutely amazing by the way. So just keep an eye on our Facebook and website uh, for those.
1: Not enough
3: rivets though, Phil.
2: Not enough rivets. More rivets. rivets. Rivet t-shirt win. Moving on to MechWarrior Tactical Command, we do have those Atlas posters I was talking about. Basically, I've got to go out and buy those uh, like poster tubes, tubes and get a few of those so I can start getting those in the mail, and we'll be doing giveaways just like the model kits for those. Uh, those will be on Facebook and stuff like that. That'll be just uh, stuff to get to you, so I'll make sure to send one to you, Darren. Thank you. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, by the way. It's a good way for us to basically get you information like instantly. We had 2,778 people before this podcast. Give us a like. That way, when we post up notifications, you're aware of them. Uh, we post up uh, information right before we go live as far as recordings, the times, the place we're at, Twitch event, even podcast recordings, as well as like we may find something that's really cool. Maybe a news bit comes out or some type of important information. Give us like, hey, you know what? You don't like social media? Hey, It's cool. Go to our website, NoGutsNoGalaxy.net, register really quick. That way you can communicate via comments, either community questions or mech of the week. Now I realize there's not a whole lot else you can do on the website right now, and that's why we're doing a forum as soon as the new website's live. But we also have our YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com forward slash NoGutsNoGalaxyTV we've got that link for you right here and we also have twitter so check us out at no Guts, no galaxy now the cool thing with the youtube channel is you know when we post up content uh, you guys can basically help contribute we've got uh, our ads on there just watch them and it just sort of helps us again with the funding so again thank you again for doing all this our new members and of course to all of our staff behind the scenes and there's a lot of people in this cog moving forward so again we've got articles oh that's another thing fuck articles actual journalistic articles Fuck coming articles out. so those are coming out we've got an editor again thank you dave for working behind the scenes and the other guys as well this was your local no guts no galaxy mechware podcast we hope you enjoyed tonight's show this is phil this is darren and brandon also known as Patrick L. this is george it's been awesome having you all here.
1: Now go do something
2: fun. Thanks. Until next time, Mech Warriors.